Hello everyone and welcome back to the Pretty Bowls podcast with myself, Daryl, Jamie, Meg and James. How are we doing, boys? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Could be better, could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. This, could be worse. I've, I've, got, I've got a feeling this is going to get quite heated. Tasty <laughs> baby. Yeah. Um, and someone's going to... Oh, you know what? I actually, I've actually got a few packets of popcorn downstairs. Earlier I was thinking, I'm just going to bring one just to <laughs> hold this, it have, as we I've start. Got, I've got one as well. Yeah, someone's going to get called um, a couple of names in a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be interesting. Right, okay. Um, so we are back after our... Uh, London derby against Arsenal on Sunday, which ended in a three-all draw. Um, not quite Desmond. Was not yet. quite Desmond. I had three-two Arsenal, I believe. So it was a couple of close calls in there. No, I thought you had three-two West Ham, didn't you? No, I'm pretty sure no, I went I Arsenal. Ah, uh, pessimistic yeah. sod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the game as a whole. Obviously, for those that know and everything, it was we had a cracking start, and then it seemed to go downhill after about thirty-five minutes. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the to the person first, who I know will be plain, and he'll just let it. He'll just say what he needs to say, and then we'll get to the argument in a little while. Matt, <laughs> what is your thoughts? <laughs> Mig, Mig, what is your thoughts on Sunday's three-three draw against Arsenal? Well, um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave the spiciness to the other two. Um, it was was <coughs> a cracking start. Um, it was a cracking start. We came flying out of the blocks and I think it was you that said that actually Darryl, which is sort of put into perspective how disappointing the Man United performance and team was because when we go out and play like that we can really take it to some bigger teams um I think guys goal was fantastic um what a strike and I think the, the play down the left beforehand was really good as well and Antonio picked out the pass quite nicely which you don't always get from him um then what was it like 98 seconds or something later um, but a bit of quick free, quick thinking from the free kick. Um, they just switched off, um, and poor goalkeeping as well. I know it took a little deflection, but I'd also like to point out that goal yeah, on the plane by Bowen. <laughs> Bowen's strike was horrendous. Yeah, he I think, really that's, I think that's what's done the keeper. It's that bad of a strike. <laughs> I will say that's probably the thing he needed. Yeah, it's like he did. Play, um if you ever play like a tennis game or even professionals, if they ever miss hit it, it's generally always a winner because it completely does yeah. the opponent. Yeah, it's it's and it's the sort of thing I'm I'm glad he got on the score sheet because he needed that. Um, mm. It should hopefully boost his confidence a bit. Um, even though he did miss a chance in the second half, I think where he probably could have done a little bit better. Um, and then um, when when we go three 0 up, you're just thinking dreamland. And honestly, it's it, it, at that point, it could have been a case of how many, um, because at that point we were still pushing forward and we did have a couple of chances before they pulled one back. Um, slice of luck for them, own goal. Um, I don't know, I think it went down as an own goal in the end. I'm not sure yeah, about fantasy did. points. No, um, it definitely went down because everyone's been joking how West Ham drew a game 3-3 and they scored five goals. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um, and it, I mean, Lacazette took it well with the first touch, but just unlucky from Suchek getting the block in. And then it's that it was all sort of downhill from there, really. Um, I know we'll talk about, well, Jamie and James specifically, we'll, we'll talk about the refereeing. Um, like, don't get me wrong. John Moss had a stinker overall. Yeah. Um, he There were several occasions 
when he's he blown for things that just made no sense. Um, and he gave a lot to Arsenal. Um, but it's an easy out, I feel, to blame the ref. I think we were poor. Um, mm. The second goal, we can partly blame him because I don't think it's... A, I think it's a foul on bone in the build-up. But from there, we haven't switched on and defended well enough. And also, I'd question the tactics... Um, especially we saw we were struggling with that left-hand side and Chambers getting forward. Um, and we brought Fredericks on and, and put him on the right. Like the options were bring him on and put him on the left, I think, because he still could have done a job there defensively or put Johnson, or put or Johnson, put Johnson on there Johnson. because yeah. we just needed that extra defensive because Ben Rama wasn't providing Cresswell the support he needed defensively and he was getting doubled up on every time. And that's where their goals came from. And that's what's cost us in the end. Before... Yeah. Before we move on to, to sort of use two and, and go d- and delve deeper into that, um, and this is a shout out to obviously Tom, the Pablo Fornell Sand Club, mm. that he was a massive, massive miss Sunday. I put it in the, I put it in the chat, didn't because I? I just... He just helps defensively down that left side. And it mm. also, him playing gives Ben Rama the freedom um, mm. to sort of do what he needs to do. Um, I do kind of think, though, it's one of the two. I don't think you can play either, uh, both, sorry, because if you're playing both, you've got to then play Lingard probably on the right or Lingard or Ben Rama on the right, and I don't think that's where they're best. Like, uh, Lingard... who, who both? Sorry, I think Lingard plays through the middle. Like Lingard's in that team no matter what. And I think off the right is either Bowen or Lanzini, and then off the left it's either uh, Ben Rama I think or Ben Rama, Ben Rama can play off the right, I think, easy enough. He's just have to, he'll just cut in a little bit more. And I actually mm. think Kufal can probably handle himself a little bit better than potentially. <laughs> and it also, it, it depends on your opponent as well. It doesn't does. It? Like, it does. like when when we played Villa and they had Grealish off the left, then it made sense to double up on the right. You've got to adapt. Um, which that's, I, that's, I don't think we did. That's that's the that's the biggest thing there. If you bring in Fredericks on, which at the point I don't mind as a sub, probably the right sub when you're three two mm. up in a game. You can put him on the left if you need to with his pace. Put him on the yeah. left. Mm. I think put the most the disappointing thing about the game for me is the, the negativity surrounding it now and surrounding the referee and things like that really detracts from what was for very... the first half an hour a really, really good performance. Probably the best opening half an hour of football we've had this yeah. season. That, that and Man United game, like... At home, the first, yeah, the first, yeah. Time, first thirty minutes is probably some of the best football I think I've seen us play for a long time, and it's such a shame that we mm. did uh, capitulate how we did. Um, I was going to say how um, I think when you play against teams like Arsenal, the best sort of line of defence is generally by attacking, and. Mm. That's what we did so well in the first half, and I think we caught them asleep. I don't. I knew. I think they probably knew what we were capable of doing, but they were on the ball, and it was so good to actually see a West Ham team switched on. For you know, especially uh, sometimes because we do sometimes take a, a little while to get into a game, depending on who the opposition is, and uh, and it was good to see for that first half. I, I still, I still can't believe the outcome. Is what happened, but I think we've just ate a bit of humble pie with with our Spurs felt when we played them. I do kind of think though, we probably 
we could have won this game. And if we'd won the game, I don't think there would have been many complaints. But there's also been a couple of games recently that we've probably won and didn't deserve, e.g. the yeah. Tottenham game. So it yeah. is, you've got to take reap what you sow. That's the, that's the thing I was going to say. Considering right, we were 3-0 up and it went back to 3 all, we still had chances at the end to mm. beat that. Yeah. So yeah. that's where you've got to, all right, Antonio, that's, that's, that's going to be scored nine times out of ten. Just doesn't come off right. I think Bowen had a chance. Yeah. There's chances the there to be had. Chance. But they also, that, that after 30 minutes, and I agree, that first 30 minutes was probably the best I've seen us play all year. And Lingard mm. is something else. I'm telling you He's right class. now. He's something first else. He was really good. And I want to get onto him a little bit more in a little while, especially with uh, the England topic after the break. Mm. But after 35 minutes, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressive Arsenal for the end Great. of the second half of second oh. half and the last 10 minutes of the game. I was thoroughly impressed with how they played. Hmm. They they attacked in waves. Lacazette and Aubameyang looked sharp, especially, but I thought Aubameyang uh, coming into gaps to pick the ball up looked really sharp. Callum Chambers, he hasn't played for three months and he was unbelievable. So you want the God. person they need? They need to make Erdegaard a permanent signing. Oh, what a transformed! Yeah, what a he, he had the like the Fernandez effect for yes. Arsenal. Well, he's, he's he's had the Lingard effect for us. The yeah, same yeah. he's special. He's that he's... same sort of player. He's a cracking little player. I was really impressed with him. I'm, like, I love Saka. I think Saka's a great player. Yeah, they've he got had a really potential. Good game, I thought. Like, and they're a good side. They me. are a decent side. But the, the annoying thing is when you're freeing it up. Yeah, it's right. we, we we can blame. I think the second goal, Matt was right. Uh, it's not a foul on Bowen in the build-up. I also believe the ball is moving. Yep, uh, no, he stops it. Up. They do the they do the what's it called? They close up on it. He puts his hand down on it and he stops it. Oof. He does actually. I don't. Okay. I think I've seen the slow motion of it, and I don't think he did stop I, it. I think that's something petty. Like, yeah, but still, they checked. They how many check how that. many times a game? Do you see someone? Oh, no, I understand. Carry on that. from a moving ball. I, think I understand you... that, but they checked our mm. quick free kick a lot to mm. see if that ball was still moving, and we didn't seem to get that same check for um, that goal. That was something that annoyed me a little bit, but that's not John Moss's fault. That's more of a VAR fault. Uh, yeah, Moss, I thought was horrific, but I am gonna, I am gonna now bring this point mm. to the fourth. Um, I think Moss was absolutely horrendous most of the game. He was bad. He was. Do terrible. I blame him for the result? No. Does he take some blame for the result? Yes. I, but can James, I... you're a different way, aren't you? You, you, you not, think not he's... really. I think you guys blew that out of proportion on the chat. I don't think he's the reason why we drew. I just don't think he helped the matters. Like yeah, wrong, we, at the end of the day, we've still got to um, finish a game off. We still lack that killer instinct that we need. And as you, and Antonio proved at the end that he probably just got a little bit leggy. Like, if that was 20 minutes earlier in the game, he might have got on that. He might have just been half a yard behind the pace because he's tired. You think a lot of these players are playing 90 minutes every game because we've got no alternative to bring on the pitch. So maybe that was the case. And then whose fault's that? I'll go to my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can blame the ball for not uh, for not recruiting. But anyway, I'm going to blame the manager. Going back to um, the, the point was that... There was a there was points in the game. For example, there was one where we had the uh, run of play, and he brought it back twenty yards to give us a free kick. It weren't a free kick. It's because there was a head injury. The thing that got me with that one though is he's he so pulled long. it back. He's pulled it back for the head injury, but 
which is which is the right thing to do. But he didn't do it straight away. He waited mm. and pulled through. And as I think it was party. Yeah. It was as he was getting back up, he then blew the whistle. Yeah. And at that point, mm. he knew he was fine because he was getting I back think, to his feet. And I think we you look had a chance there. You look at Moyes' reaction. It seemed like the answer he gave was a cop-out answer. And I won't defend him there. But people will blame that as a reason we drew. We might not have scored. Like, yeah, I think true. My, we might not have scored. We my, might have hindsight, my, but... my biggest issue with it is it's ironic. I was talking to one of my friends about this on Friday night. You weren't um, talking to, talk to one of us. Yeah, I don't remember this. Yeah, <laughs> we're all and the I friends said, we've got. It feels everyone finds it easy to blame a referee when stuff goes their way. Like, I've seen referees get blamed when a team lose 3 0. And it's like, you've lost a game 3-0. You're saying the ref got all three wrong. My biggest example is, there's. I can give you a game that John Moss actually lost West Ham, uh, didn't get West Ham the three points. Do you remember Leicester, the year they won the league? Away. The penalty against Andy Carroll. Yeah. That was a game he actually cost us the points. It was a penalty that weren't a penalty in the last. This, for me, was he bad? Yeah, he had a terrible game. But for me, I would argue the people that need answer. I think the players ultimately are the people that are at fault for a f- bottling a 3 0 lead. Like, I know you had problem with Moyes, but the thing I also say is Moyes put out the team all the fans wanted, and we were 3 0 up after 35 minutes. That's and not cr- my. No, no, I, no, but I, I, I understand just gonna, what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, I, right? And I, that is exactly what I wanted. Okay. And I'll let, I will let you finish. But whenever you can see the goal before half time, it changes the oh, yeah. it changes the momentum of the game anyway. But from that point on, it seemed like for the first ten minutes of that second half, he went back to the old Moyes of just sitting in and trying, which we've done really well this year. We've sat in and done really, really well this year. But at some sooner or later, it was going to bite us on the ass. There's been games recently. There's been. There's been games yeah, recently imagine. where we've deserved to lead. We didn't deserve a clean sheet there, no. sitting back at times. We we sat back there and it bit us clearly on the arse. When he changed it again, um, I know Noble come on and again, that was one of the worst Terrible. substitutions I've seen in a very, very long time. But for the last 10 minutes, when it went 3-2, three, 3 all, we looked like we wanted to go and nick a goal again mm. and we looked dangerous again. So at that point, mm. when you're 3-1 up, go get another goal. Do you know what? it was a great it was a great game for a neutral to watch? Yeah, like great, great one of my friends said uh I don't like, know you talking to us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he said, um, what a great uh like advert for the Premier League football. Mm. And yeah, it is, but at the same time, it's not a great advert for officiating. <laughs> so or defending. Like, I'm gonna be honest, the ref weren't good, but I don't think he's as bad as people are making out. Uh, I've seen, I, I've seen that, worse in places. For that game, and he's had a pretty bad year. I don't Keith, think... He has. Keith Hackett, I read something earlier on, and I'll send you the link because I've still got it on my phone. Mm. Keith Hackett absolutely slams him for this game. The biggest um, thing for me is he was, very inc- he was very inconsistent. Yes, that was the biggest issue. But I've seen a lot more games where a lot more decisions have been given of cost results. I don't think... It's not ref- so... You're, you're, it's not so much costing results, Jay, because no, it happens. You... Refereeing is something that you're going to make mistakes. Oh, where yeah, but, where but VAR mistakes. Yeah, exactly. VAR technically is, t- is there to take the mistakes out of the game. That is what VAR is meant to be there for, yeah? 
Not if what you he's doing. Fire and BT. What he's doing, and what you've just said, he was inconsistent. You cannot be inconsistent as a Premier League referee. They oh. get paid to be the top officials in the country. You but, can't be inconsistent, Daryl. You're saying this like they need to be mic'd up. But you're, like you're saying they're inconsistent. Like they're the best officials in the land, but you can only have the best as what's available. Like, yeah, but the, yeah, but they're always and the reason they're hiding behind the fact that they don't get. I guarantee no, no. they were on a microphone and getting questions for their decisions. They would think about it better. James, no, I don't agree, agree with that. Point, I don't James, agree with that. My point I, is, I think it's rubbish. I think the no, fact. But, I think they James, should have a mic. Nothing would be broadcastable because of yeah. the players. <laughs> my yeah. point is... Then you spam I, swearing in the game. They swear they get a yellow card. Simple as that. My, as my point it was, like Daryl saying, they're the best in the... They're meant to be the best in the country. And I'm like, yeah, but if the, be- the best you've got is dog shit, you can, you can only serve up dog shit. Yeah, but they're, they're full-time professionals. Yeah, but, but now, only you're, you're saying this, but if these are the only people that are willing to do it and there is no one else better that's willing to step forward, that's what my yeah, point is. You can, you've got, you can you only, can only... Pick from what you've got. But, but I mean, that's, got, thing... that's got to be on the training then, isn't it? No, but yeah, it's got still go people might not come yeah. forward to do refereeing now. That's my that's point. Got, that's, yeah, but you're, you can still make people better by practice and training than people. Like you've, Within reason, you've, yeah. But they've still got to be better than that. Let's right, be honest. No, 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 one grows up, no one grows up wanting to be a ref, do they? I mean, who actually wants to be a ref? No, no one does. Sticking ahead to do that. that. that no, that, no, no. But I agree. <laughs> no, no one. You don't grow up to be a referee. No, like no one does. But my um, point is, the referee was bad. He's one of the worst in the league. I will give you this. But I, I think my biggest issue is I all over social media, I saw more people blaming the referee after this game than actually looking at the players and going, fuck me, lads, after 35 minutes, we're free nil up. Why aren't you like... Yeah, it's, 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 a soft, like, it's an easy way out for people that don't want to look at themselves and mm. put their hands up and say, we weren't good enough. Some of the fans on Twitter have actually been pretty embarrassing about some of the oh, crap, crap they've come out with. I've seen... Uh, Moyes out, weren't you, Dale? Was it? I've seen Moyes out. I've seen Moyes out. I've seen Dawson should be dropped. Who? Dawson should be dropped. Is this real Dawson at Watford? I'm just like, come on, man. I think these people, they've got to be on a wind-up. Dawson weren't even our worst centre-half on Sunday. Issa Diop was terrible. I thought like he, he was getting dragged about left, right, and centre. Although, you was, got, but then you've also got to credit as much as I do think that that was uh, a problem. But Arsenal's uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang's movement was so good. Yeah, and and uh, Od- Lacazette was Od- coming Od- in Od- between Od- the lines. He just yeah, kicked passes to him constantly. If they were again a consistent side. With these youngsters in a couple of years, they're going to be very, very good. It was that it was that very period good. in November, December that they really like were bad. Yeah. Since then, they've been, they've been they've right like Arsenal are a sleeping giant again. Like they, they, they're getting. Oh. I would say because I be think that in a couple of years they'll be very good. I don't think they're, they're going to be anywhere near title challenging, but they're they're going to be a level above what they are underachieving at the moment. For Arsenal to become really good again in the next three years, they're going to have to replace Lacazette and Aubameyang because they're both getting on now. They shouldn't have given really good. They shouldn't have given Aubameyang a contract. Because Saka is going to be something else. If they buy Odegaard, he's also going to be something else. Martinelli. Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe, I think, is a 
brilliant player. They've got the likes of Maitland Niles is on loan. Um, the other lad who's sat. Nketiah. Um, who's the one at West Brom and who's the one at Newcastle? Maitland Niles, Ch- Willock. Mm. Willock. They're all You've good the young players. Back. Yeah, I'll tell you, how old is Chambers? Chambers mid-20s now. Nah, he's not young anymore. No, About 25, 26. I was so actually he, really, he did well. I thought he played really well for Arsenal. Yeah, I thought, thought Mari had a pretty good game. I know they're 3 0 down early, but nothing come on Mari, really. Um, Kieran Tierney is a fantastic left back. They've got a good side there for the next few years. Um, but it's consistency for them. That's, that's yeah, what it is. But the thing, the they're starting thing us, to find it. The thing that I'll, that I'll take out of that game, and there's not, a lot I, there's not a lot I can really take out of it after that first 30 minutes. They're, as we've just said, they're a, they're, they're a good side and they're going to be a good side for the next few years. We give them a game for 90 minutes. I think it's... So if the, we can stay with that consistency and attack teams, we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there. It's one of them where before the game, if you'd said to West Ham fans, you take a point, I think you'd have taken it. All West Ham yeah. fans would have oh, said... Oh, without a doubt. Without it's, a doubt. The problem that's killing us tonight is the context of the result. We were freeing it up and we lost. Uh, we drew three three. I said, I just said loss because it feels like a loss. And you like in our group chat, like you were pissed off, James was pissed off, and I was angry. But I sat there and I thought, I'm not going to like let my anger overcome that. That's not a. That's still a decent point we've got there. It shows like, how far we've come. It's a decent yeah. point for when you're for if you were at nil nil. My and I let's move it on from that itself um quickly go on to Moyes very quickly I know we've sort of been in the discussion I said it to you guys um in the group chat that bloke has done a fantastic job this year and for the end part of last year but I still can't stand him as our manager (laughs) right and that uh, that sounds really bad doesn't it yeah yeah I just don't think you'll ever be a fan of him I don't think I don't think I will I think he could lead uh, us to the Champions League and Daryl would still hate it. it. It's just things like, and you you put up a stat earlier on about... Um, subs. Subs. Yeah, they, they make an impact when they come on. Does it too late? Makes the wrong subs for me. Noble the other day, and as we've all said it in the past few weeks, uh, or three of us have, have said our love for Noble, Jamie's just wanted to kill him. But it's ironic, <laughs> though, in the group uh, chat, I was the one who didn't say, like, fuck this, we're fucked yeah, in the group uh, chat. At that yeah. point... When you're three two up and you're trying to conserve a lead, he was the. I know player. we've I know we've said at times that's the perfect time for Noble to come on against Arsenal. That is not the perfect time for them to come on. That had to be Johnson to go to the back five or Lanzini to try to get over that football. You had to get over that one, football. The thing that really hammered it home to me, and I said like we needed more support on the left hand side. There was a point around about I think about sixty minutes when um, it was before Ben Rama came off and. He sort of went more up top, and Antonio was almost yeah. playing at left wing back. Yeah, he so was, he obviously yeah. knew that we needed more defensive support on that left hand side. But yeah. then when he made the change, he, he reinforced the right. So uh, that just doesn't make any sense to me. It, unless he's he lost a bit of confidence in Johnson. Question for you now. Go on, James, you, you finish your point, and then I've got a question. Okay, I was just going to say, I, I actually like Moyes as a manager. I know um, he does sometimes do fr- some frustrating things because. Like, there's been cases this year where um, we're like, why has he made that change? And, you know, you could arguably, you can say the changes he made on Sunday were didn't work. Um, I think they worked but, perfectly, James. But, but the, you could arguably, I said, I didn't say that was a case. Oh, yeah. I was saying arguably you could say that because of what happened. 
But at the same time, like, you know, he's got a very thin squad and in, in his head, he's he's obviously not thinking that we're going to concede three goals. He's probably okay. thinking so. But yeah, anyway, and but I think he handles the media very well. I like, I love his press conferences. Like, I think conferences, I think that he is good at installing confidence. He, he has the players' heads in the ground. I think he's he's very respectful to the other teams and the other managers and doesn't let himself get ahead of himself. Um, so I do think, like, he knows how to handle media very well and he's got a good thing going with the players. And it's it's the it's been the first time for a long time where I've enjoyed watching our club as as a as a whole, considering especially by how much GSB out and that can have this horrible cloud over us a lot of the time. I think he he, he has done an amazing job. And obviously the test for him now is to, can he keep us in the top 10 again next season? So that will be the judge and the test then. Um, and I don't want this to be a fluke this year. But I think if he generally keeps the players happy how they are, um, the the ethos around the club, the the changes he wants to make. I can feel the Everton effect coming into our team now. and But that's just my view. That's why I actually am on board with the Moyes situation and I, and I think he's done a good job because yeah. I think we've had so much shit for the last 10, 15 years. It's just been a nice change and I'm just as enjoying said, it at the moment. As I said, he's not doing a bad job and he's doing a cracking job. And a lot of your points I agree with. Com- press conference is good. Team morale is good. Respectful. It's just sometimes I look at it and go, he's not right. I can't believe this is even a discussion when he's taken a team I know, that we I thought know, I know. we could we'd do well to avoid relegation this season. And we're here with nine games left but, and we're fifth in the league. And you're saying, what, what I I'm don't saying, like him. What, <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think he's doing a cracking job. But that's just my opinion. I don't, I like, I don't out. like him. My, my like thing him. is, would I, do I want him out? His name. No, no, no. But it's because he's David Moyes. Matt said, "I want him out. Do I want him out? No. Do I think? Do I want him as a West Ham manager? No. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> you, I'm going to be honest now. Know. You'll be the first person to turn on him out of the four. Do you know what? Yeah, he would. He would do. Which, which yeah. we'd all, we lose, all we lose all against Wolves. Consider he's got, probably the one that least likes him. But the point, we lose. We lose against Wolves. I want him out. A question. <laughs> he's been the manager for three years now. Like three seasons, he's finished the season as West Ham manager, and in all three of them." He's done what he was asked to do. And in one of them, he's gone and exceeded it. Like he kept yeah. us up two of them and he's now been given the chance to actually build something. You've got, let's be honest. You don't like his tactics now, but I sit there and go. The uh, no, 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 Didn't no, say no, tactics. No. I said substitutions because tactically, t- tactically at times this year, he's got it bang on. Yeah. Substitution yeah, is where he, is where he makes. Maybe, maybe, but, but maybe if you give him a window and then see who he brings in. And but then he's had a window. He's had two windows. Can I, can I go back to what well, I was he saying? He hasn't added money, has he? Just be honest. Can I, can I, look, Dow, I was about to say, you do dislike his tactics, Dow. I was proven against Man U. You didn't agree with the way he lined up. That's what I was saying. Like, there's been games you thought he got it wrong. But let's be honest, of all these signings he's brought in outside of who can was I, going to Jay. Right. You just said I disagreed with his lineup and lineup stuff. Okay. I, I was just you, using you. We, yeah, we all yeah. did, yeah. But we know because you're the person no matter, to turn on him. I'm just saying, no matter what example, club it is, I'm just talking to you directly. 
no matter what club it is, every fan base will have times where they think their manager has got it wrong. Man City fans will look at lineups sometimes and go, "What's Pep doing?" We always United. do that. We, we, we do it for him. <laughs> what are you doing, Pep? But then, like Chelsea, Chelsea fans will be like, "When Tuchel came in and Mount didn't start every game, they're like, what's he doing?" United with Solskjaer and they're second in the league, but people look at the lineup and go, "What are they doing?" You're, you're never going to agree with your manager a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. But what you've got, to, what you've got to admit is that they're doing the best they can with the squad that they have. Have I Moise not said brought that? in Souffal, Suchek. He's brought in Lingard. Yeah, I don't, I don't if we didn't have Moyes, Lingard have, wouldn't have come. Have I said he's doing a or bad Suchek. job? No, no, I haven't but... said he's doing a bad job. It's just my, personally, I just don't like. Yeah, I, what I just think personally, you know what? But now, I'm going to move I on. I don't like you. Yeah, that's fair enough. <laughs> All right, I've got two questions. Um, one, what was the first? One? This one, okay. Um, at three two or at three one, if there's fans in the ground, do we win the game or does it stay or does it get we'll touchy? Lose. Does it get does it get a bit tense? We know what the fans can be like at, at West Ham. Does it go the other way and the and the players get even more like dragged into a battle three one i think we'll still be we'll still be behind them that's such a hard question because uh, yeah probably like it's going to be so tense in that ground every as soon as they get a goal back the fans are going to be tense and then that can transfer to the players do you know what though i think the problem with the difference would have been in that fans if the fans are in that ground i don't actually think the the issues on uh in the ground would have been actually aimed at the players because i think there would have been a massive reaction over that foul on bowen and them scoring after there had been a massive reaction on Moss play, uh, bringing the ball back from that free kick on a, a goal-scoring opportunity. And I think that would actually have outshone the, the clear mistakes that we did in our defending. So once again, uh, you're just showing that fans are idiots for blaming a referee. But they would referee. do, Jamie, because it's all, it's all about reaction and passion. And it's mob right. mentality as well. You're going you're gonna, to, and I think that's what the game you're, would have you're, you're, you're You're trying to dig James out there, Jamie. No, right? no, no, I guess. If, if you was at the game... Yeah, and you oh, wait a minute. If you, was at, if you was at the game, right? Because you're a seed ticket holder, and you see that tackle going on Bowen from where you are, and we don't get the free kick, you're just as loud shouting at the ref for the free kick as everyone else. I, just I, because we see it on TV, it's different. You get a different angle. I, if you're at the ground, you're screaming. I also stick by this, Dow. This is such a hard question to answer because we don't know. That's like, yeah. Then don't answer yeah. it. That's fine. Okay. That's and my next question. <laughs> With what Moyes is doing with Noble right now, now I know some people, Jamie, don't like him um, <laughs> and, don't, and and hasn't got. Listen to my question before you start chirping off and being. You've a been dick. interrupting me all night right. so far. Yeah, good. Shut up, you. Um, he's got a cracking legacy at West Ham, and a lot of West Ham fans love him because of who he is. He's Mister West Ham. With what Moyes is doing right now and now the results that we get him when Noble's on the pitch, is Moyes ruining Noble's legacy? I've not even crossed my mind. So for me, no. I, it's never really crossed my mind. I agree. Um, at the end of the day, he you can't doubt that when he gets on that pitch, he gives his all. Mm. Um, he hasn't got it anymore. Well, I say he, he, he never re- he's never been like 
a standout player. He's just been consistent. He's been solid enough, but his legs have gone now. Um, and he's just not quite at the level. But it's not as though he's, I don't think he's tarnishing his legacy. Um, at the end of the day, he's just doing a job yeah. that he's trying to do a job that his managers are asking him to do. I think he's built up so much rapport with the fans that there's nothing he can really do now unless he went. He's got to do something ridiculously bad. And he's playing. Right, he's not playing enough to do it. The problem like, is, right, his name's not notable. They're still going to love him. We've all said our fans can be over social media and stuff like that tonight, yes? Hmm. We see the comments. We all make the comments, right? And it is, hmm. oh, for fuck's sake, noble. It's, it's going to get to the point where it keeps happening and it is going to get more and more on noble and it's going to become, uh, it's going to, it's going to start turning to hatred of him. I do you know generally what? think Connor Coventry should be given a shot. Like, I, know, I just I don't see why. Saying. I, I kind of know where you're going with it down now, but I'll get my point in a minute after Jamie says. I was literally just going to say Connor Coventry should be given a shot by now. I just don't see why he hasn't been. We hmm. we all know that though. That's the thing. And there's yeah. a few there that probably should be on that bench now and be given a shot, but they're not. But they're in the under twenty three side because mm. I think the under, they're trying to keep the under twenty threes in the higher league as well. I believe. Yeah, and they just lost in the FA Cup, didn't they? Yeah, like or, or the, yeah. Um, Nathan Nathan Holland's on there. Masawaku's now back. Gamalenko's been playing for him. Like, so we, we should start seeing these players back. But we've yeah. heard good things about Nathan Holland for years, and he's not broke through. Why not give him a little go? I know he's yeah. absolutely one of injuries. Connor Coventry is another one. Cullen, he's at. I know he's in a Belgium league, but he's smashing it up out there. They love him. Why can't we have kept someone like him and given him this noble role? What about that lad that was the the defensive player? Um, played in the cup game. What's his name? Oh, played... there was a few. So you no, had back, one back he, played, he, he came off. He didn't play particularly bad either. Um, oh my god, he's got so he's. he's I guess who? Doncaster might have been. I think there was a f- one. There's a few that's played this year. Baptiste Alise. That's uh, it. Ha- ha- I think he's, he's a, 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 no, no. at Cambridge. He's I've not, got the. Uh, I'm trying not. to find the team. Yeah, Harris Ashby played in the League Cup. Oh, he's, he's Ashby. There's the. No, he's a right African or anything. I don't think we started that many youngsters in any of our cup games. Like in who the did league, we? League Cup, we played a few. Might be Can Ashby. Is he a fullback? He's not yeah, played this season. Ashby. It was Ashby then. Yeah, I didn't think he played particularly badly when he played. He, like, he hasn't played this year. It was. Yeah, it was the start of the year he played, wasn't it? I he's swear he played. He might have played. I don't remember him playing against Cholton. I don't remember an Ashby starting a game. It could have been in a lockdown matches, to be fair. I don't know. It definitely weren't. I know it wasn't it a was Premier right. League game. It was, But anyway, uh, I was just saying with Noble, I think, um, before we move on, I think with him, I, I never really have a problem with Noble coming on when we're in a winning position. And I, I don't, I don't, um, I can't really argue against that sort of tactic because we've all said it before. And we even, I think we even said it in the Man U game. Um uh, review that he's the type of player you bring on when you're trying to shore a game out and keep possession a little bit and slow the pace down. Um, but like you said, you've got to pick your moments. When you Arsenal are the team you need to attack to defend against, whereas some teams that will possession-based, they'll keep the ball and keep knocking on it. And that's when you don't want a slow midfielder running around after the ball chasing shadows. So, you know, it does swing roundabouts. The right. thing I will say on this is... Do we generally think one of these youngsters could do any worse than what Noble's doing right now? 
No, I'd it's unlikely, like, isn't it? Yeah, you, I'd love to see Connor Coventry. Also, I was wrong. Now. Ashby started against Hull. I didn't know he had. Yeah, I, I no. knew he'd started a game this year, yeah. I didn't um, know that. I'm I'm sure. Jamie doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he played, he played right back and then I believe he got injured because he was meant to start in the next round of the cup and he got injured in on 23 right. game, done his shoulder. Because mm. uh, he's already got um, being looked at, I believe it's Scotland, he's already been looked at for senior Scottish Scottish yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, right, we're going to move on. We've spoke for quite a while. We've obviously got an episode next week before next West Ham game, so we'll talk more about Lingard and stuff like that then. Let's have a little break. Uh, and then we'll come back and discuss the Free England fixtures that are coming up next week. Okay. So, England play three games uh, in, what, six days, I believe? Thursday, Sunday, Wednesday. San Marino... On Thursday, I yep. believe that's a half seven kickoff or seven forty-five. Seven forty-five. Uh, we play Albania on Sunday at five, five o'clock. o'clock, and we play Poland on Wednesday at seven forty-five. All of them are on ITV, um, which mm. is good for anyone that wants to watch the game. Uh, personally, for us as West Ham fans, we've got two people, two players to look out for. One is our man Declan Rice. Two is Jamie's best mate Jesse Lingard back <laughs> in the West Ham squad. Um, England, England squad. Uh, England squad. Sorry, England squad. Um, I won't. I could read. Shall I read the squad out quickly? Go for it. Uh, I've got to find it. Dean Henderson, Nick go. Pope, Sam Johnston. Yeah, that's about as much as I can remember. Uh, did because I, I I don't really remember looking at it properly. Did Alexander Arnold make the squad? No. no, no Liverpool players made the squad. Well, to be fair, Henderson's injured. Right. Okay. Let's just start with that then. Um, so the squad is Henderson, um, Pope, and uh, Johnston. Johnston, Johnston, Chilwell, Cody, Dyer. How does he still get called up? Um, James, Maguire, Mings, Shaw, Stones, Trippier, Walker, Bellingham, Foden, Lingard, Mount, Phillips, Rice, Ward, Prowse, Calvert Lewin, Kane, Rashford, Saka, Sterling, Watkins. Mm. Okay, let's start with that first question I was going to go to you is, would, would you have picked TAA? I would have. Yes, I, I think he goes to the Euros and I think he should go to the Euros, but I, it's the position we have so many players in. I don't, I think on current form, no. Um, I think you, how, how many times have we said about England managers not picking players on form? And I know it's sort of a double-edged sword because he's, he's picked Dyer. And he's been wank all season. Mm. But when we've got that much strength in depth at right back, Walker's obviously having a really good season. Trippier, Atletico Madrid have scored, only conceded something like 18 goals in 27 games in the league this season. I know he had he missed quite a few with his suspension. Um, is Wan Bissaka what did you say? No, he's no, still he's never been called But it's just, we have got so much strength there. And... Mm. He has he has fallen so far below the standards of the last two seasons. I think it's it's almost good to send a message to these players that if you're not performing, you're not a dead cert to to make yeah. the squad. No, I agree. I do agree. Um, okay, uh, we'll talk formations and stuff in the games coming up. Is there anyone in that squad 
we'll, we'll, we'll all agree on Dyer shouldn't be in that squad. Mm. Uh, how that fella is still an England player is beyond beyond Harry. Harry even starts in the Premier League is beyond me because he is fucking awful. Um, anyone in that squad you think didn't deserve a call up? Anyone that's not in the squad you think deserved a call up? I won't say didn't deserve a call up, but I was surprised that Watkins was included. Yeah, I thought Bamford would have had that call. Um, yeah, I'm purely sure. because he's he's more of an all round player. But I think the reason he's gone with Watkins is because because he, he's younger, um, so he's probably got a longer England career ahead of him. I would also think... argue he's closer to Harry Kane than Patrick Bamford is. I was really surprised Bamford weren't. In I that. was actually going to say is Watkins different to Kane because Kane at the moment Kane at the moment's dropping off a bit more and wants to be that sort of hold up player in that gap, right? Where Watkins is. A finisher. We've got Calvert Lewin and Kane who play very similar, big target men. Is Watkins that difference? I would say no, because I think DCL is the one who's probably your target man, while Watkins for me does link up with play a bit more. I wouldn't say he's a pure finisher. Like Bamford for me, I don't I don't know what the fuck Bamford is. Like he gets goals because <laughs> he plays fucking just about a footballer, I think. Yeah, like he scores goals, but is that because he's in a creative friendly Leeds team? Like, I, I think Watkins is a better footballer than Bamford, in my honest opinion, and I'm happy he goes. I still kind of like Tammy Abraham. I know that's not a popular opinion. I think he's the best of the lot. But I, like, I don't. I like Tammy. He, but he's the one. He hasn't got minutes. Like, if Tammy was to leave and go to a... Oh, I'm, 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 I'm saying Everton, even though they've got DCL. Yeah, no, yeah, let's, put it, let's, put it, let's put that question out there now. I'll take would, him. Would you take him? Oh, oh god, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Tell you where you could see him ending up is somewhere like, as he's coming a bit towards the latter end of his career, he could replace Leicester. Vardy at Leicester. Leicester. That go, would yeah. make him. That would make sense. Because to be fair, West Ham fans said they didn't want John Stones in the summer. So if they say they don't want him, then... kinda, that's what another thing that annoys me about. I, I just don't know who some people think we are. <laughs> Honestly, I just yeah. don't. I just don't understand. I keep looking like, at. If I'm they, sorry. I'm just... If a player is good enough to play for any of those top six sides on paper, they're good enough for West Ham. End of pretty much. Mm, so yep. we should be quite grateful to have a player, even if it's for a squad player of that caliber. Because even if you know they might not perform at the top level every week as some players do there's no reason why they're not going to offer anything that just that little bit lower standard those sorts of players that 70% can easily bring something to us James is talking serious sense tonight because he's just stated (laughs) he's just stated something that Lingard has done for us yeah Lingard was well pretty much a non-starter for United non-player he He, he wasn't playing and then look at look what he does at us and he's good Mm. for these players because they can come down and they get to be the big fish again. And Lingard, if, if you'd have said to Gareth Southgate a month ago, when you pick this March World Cup qualifying thing, you're going to pick Jesse Lingard, he'd have gone, fuck off. I don't, but, let's yeah. be honest, he's lucky to be in the squad. He, he deserves it with how good he's been. In, injuries play a massive part in any sort yeah. of squad line. And of Grealish, course, he, no Grealish, no Madison. He, that, there's good chances that he there's a good chance <coughs> he won't go to the Euros. Like, no, I'd love him to go for yeah, personal I know. reasons. <laughs> yeah. but this but, <laughs> I'd take I'd still take Madison over him, obviously Foden, Grealish, Saka. probably uh Barnes. 
All these know, players have been this, playing really well in the Premier League. I think this really. is what a lot of people don't have I have issue with. Someone like Jesse Lingard has like come in. He's played six good games. Like, and let's be honest, six brilliant games. And he's got straight back in the squad. And then you look at people like Harvey Barnes. Okay, I know he's injured yeah, now. He's been but so Harvey good. Barnes has been so consistent up until March that do you think Harvey Barnes would have been called up into this squad if he was fit now? He should be. If he was playing the yeah. way he was playing, yeah. I think he should probably. be. Too right. Yeah. The thing is, with Lingard and Southgate, they've got previous. He yeah. trusts him. That's another thing. Yeah. You've got to, sometimes you've got to earn your trust. Of course, you've got to get given the opportunity to earn your trust, but you've got to earn it. Um for me, if he goes, he goes instead of Madison. What? Yeah. Mm, uh, uh, Madison's just, been in great nick as well, though. Yeah, he's just because he's Injuries are going to play a massive, massive part in this squad, in a, in any squad now, because they're playing so many games. Yeah. Like, they play, especially if um, Chelsea, City, did Liverpool get through? Champions League? Yeah. yeah Liverpool got through. Did all four teams get through in the Champions League? The no. three, no, no, three United three, went out in the group in, stages. Yeah. Three got through, but they, right? they're in the them and Arsenal are probably going to make the final the Europa yeah. League. So, all yeah. these teams win that. Um, the Champions League final potentially, and it is the very last Saturday in May, right? So, they're playing the whole way through if they get through that. And mm. the Euros, they've got two friendlies the first week and a half of June. No idea, so yeah. friendlies are good, uh, injuries are going to play a big part in this squad. And we're just going to have to be lucky that we get no big injuries because yeah. the, the years past, I think me, James, and Matt might remember more going yeah. back. We we picked up injuries like Beckham picked up the metatarsal injury. I remember uh, Rooney, Rooney picked up a metatarsal injury. Rooney picked up metatarsal, and there was a big players going in, and they they weren't fully fit for the. Start you remember twenty ten when Rio Ferdinand got killed by Emil Heskey? Yes, yeah, <laughs> that's what you've just got to be lucky going into these tournaments. And yeah, I've um, got a question. I've got a question for. Matt and Daryl. It's so right. obvious what it is. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. What would make you more happy, right? England getting to the Euro final or Lingard making I'm going to be squad. honest. If you, say, Jane, <laughs> if you say the tattoo here, I would be disappointed. <laughs> like... I would not rather England get to... Like, I know I'm saying this because I'm the one who's obviously... But if you're not saying England win the Euros, then what the fuck? He said, he said no, get he to the final. Win it. He just took it to okay. the final. If it's, if, if, if it's get to the final, I'm going for the tattoo. Yeah, if it's <laughs> win it, I'm going for the win. Yeah. Right. Let's it, be let, me, let me put that question a different way and, and not to do with Jamie. I see this earlier on. For, in, for England to win one major tournament in your lifetime, okay... But West Ham win nothing ever in your lifetime, or to West Ham win a trophy in England, not win a trophy. This is Do you know what? I see this the other day, Daryl, and so I saw some of the comments. I think it might have been on Twitter. I see something like this. Um, I think I would pick England because I West Ham. I'm used to West Ham winning bugger all anyway, and I feel like I think England. I, if England win a major tournament. It's something off of my bucket list. I know I can't have any control over the country that. Will it's just something I, want to be, of something I want to experience in my life. Like I have seen West Ham win the playoffs. So I have seen us win some. Here, here's my, my, my answer was country. Because club is just for certain fans, right? Yeah. yeah. When 
the country's doing well as we was in the oh, last World Cup. That was nuts. It's so good. That I know we had, we had an incredible summer heat wise as well. The whole country was buzzing. Like yeah. there's no there's nothing like that feeling. I Everyone's love... club together, and you're not and like, everyone. Not like everyone West... was. It's coming on. Yeah, yeah. it's not like it's not like <laughs> West Ham Spurs. You're not split up in a pub. Don't matter who you are. You're together and beers throwing everywhere. Like I I'd, I'd pick country up. all day long. I actually pulled up once at a bus stop and opened and down and done my window down. I went, it's coming home and drove off just because it's just the sort of uh, feeling that everyone had around that time. I remember it's so funny. I remember Colombia when we beat them on penalties and I was obviously on holiday and like. What's hang on, hang on. Can I stop that? Why was you obviously on holiday? <laughs> I'm glad you, put, I'm glad you, put you that said up. I was on holiday. No, you said you said uh, we, when we beat Colombia on penalty. I was obviously on holiday. Why were you I, obviously I, on holiday? If I said obviously, that was subconsciously. I didn't know I said that. But um, we, I just remember. Obviously, if, I? I think obviously because I think you know I was on holiday. Just <laughs> people listening don't know that. Oh, James, you never listen, so that's. Fine. I never even knew you existed. I just remember when we won, everyone just piling out onto the the high street and just shouting, singing, it's coming home. Like, it was nuts. It was the honest. Th- it's it. weird. I would probably, a World Cup, if it's a Euros, I'd probably choose West Ham, but a World Cup is something special. Euros is still a major tournament for me. I know, but it's, let's be honest, a World Cup or a Euros, like, yeah. Oh, I do, of course, but Euros yeah, you, is still a you would big always choose the World Cup, wouldn't you? Yeah, but Euros for us, we got so close in '96, Jamie, and for me, Daryl and Mig, it was like we were at a prime age of just starting to love football at that that's age. That's probably still too young for that's Mig's probably still too young for that as well. It was just like I was at a prime age then. Uh, what have been nine, and I was just I, I was obsessed with football, and it that day broke my heart and i don't think i've actually i've i've seen us getting knocked out of tournaments since then obviously that that one hurt me the most apart from my first west Ham game i ever went to the euro 96 are my first football memories um and i remember the whole tournament yeah the the gaza goal holland but during lockdown last year they pretty much re-showed every game yeah and just the memories was unbelievable loved it loved the one i always think italia 90 Italian yeah, I've, seen, I've, seen, shootout. I've seen stuff like on that on that as well on the Gaza and what I'd have done to have been a part of I that. I still remember watching the interview with uh, Brian Robson with someone before he passed, and he goes, "If we won that penalty shootout, we won the World Cup." Oh, that doubt. Yeah, he was adamant about it. Yeah. But it's the same as I think, like, and this is why England, it, it, England annoy me at times when when England play because it's stopping that Premier League, and we all love the Premier League, right? But when it actually gets to England playing. We all watch it. It's not like people yeah. are like, oh, for fuck's sake in a national break. Promise you you're gonna watch England. Because you do. That's how it is. Right? That'll be boring, but yeah, we'll watch it. Yeah, but we'll watch it because we're we're especially uh this More year. Now we've got England West Ham players in there. Yeah, and, and this year's this year's a bit different because of COVID and stuff like that. Leading up to Europe leading up to a major tournament normally, it's just two meaningless friendlies. These are free competitive World Cup qualifiers. All right, two of them are not really competitive because it's, we're playing absolute trash. Yeah, all three, quali- all three oh. qualifiers. Yeah, all three qualifiers. We don't actually play friendly now. We play two friendlies before the Euros and we don't play friendly for a long time uh, because you've got to get... It's probably the rest, all the, the backlog. You've got to get the rest of the qualifiers in because the World Cup's next year. Mm. Um, this year, they, the COVID obviously put a bit of a 
a stop to the qualifiers and stuff. Yeah. So it's all a I bit of a, a bit playing catch up. So yeah, yeah. So they've got that extra six months or so. Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's an interesting time for England. And let's we'll, we'll, we'll just finish. We'll do a sort of roundabout. This squad, if you look at that squad you've, we've we've named, and you look at the players that are injured, because we've named them: Grealish, um, Madison, Barnes, all these players. Um, Pickford's not even there. Who's meant to be the number one? Henderson, Alexander Arnold, all these players. That is a very seriously talented group of players. Yeah. In the next, so it is about eighteen months. In your head. In your mind, how far can England go? Start, starting on Wednesday, Thursday, how far can they go to Christmas next year when the World Cup in Qatar will be done? They should win a Euros in the next three, four tournaments. They should. They're, With the World it, Cup, it's not just like they are good, that good. They're young. It's not like we've got Lampard, Gerrard and Skulls at their prime. These players, Sancho's still one of the best youngsters and he's going to get better. Rashford's going to get better. All right, Kane's probably in his prime. Sterling's maybe getting like But we've still got youngsters coming through. Jude Bellingham's 18, 17. Like, 17. It's nuts. Like, it's this team is still developing. And, and we've got Man United guys, haven't we? Great, uh, Greenwood. And, yeah. and you've got the you've got the best player a lot still only what twenty two Declan Rice yeah hey, <laughs> world class Declan Rice uh, future you know what, but even like Calvin I, Phillips is still so young many, talking of that quickly I spoke to so many Arsenal fans and when he went through on that run they were one super shocked and two absolutely shitting themselves because they, they didn't they couldn't, the believe, class, they couldn't believe how much of a gear he could just change into. Yeah. And I said, I, mate, that is what we see every Saturday. <laughs> I think, going back to the England point, I think he'll, because of the midfield situation, I think he'll play with Calvin Phillips on a few of them, at least two of the games they'll play. And he'll be given more of a role to do that. Mm. I'd imagine doubt. against um, San Marino, they'll probably play a lot of the rotational players. Because, okay, that we want to batter San Marino, but it's, you're just beating them. It's I just think about. I think, I think it's safe to say we won't be playing two holding mids. Actually, sorry. I, I hope not. I very much. <laughs> I, I'd expect to play maybe Declan play one and Calvin play one at the first two. I would actually. I was going to say. I'd you imagine you, Albania is the same thing. Sorry, Jay, and then they'll both play against Poland. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, you probably, you'll probably do like half, like six of your players will probably play against San Marino, six against, like five against Albania. I Ram has been called up for that. What? Uh, that's Ben Rahm is definitely Algerian, not Albanian. Algerian, <laughs> you racist <laughs> motherfucker! Oh yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> and they're definitely not. You in can't the cut that out. If you <laughs> cut that oh, out, James, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, I, I, that was an honest mistake. I actually didn't know that. I thought it was Albanian. Um, do you think? And here's my my last question on the England team before I get some predictions on it. The team that plays on Wednesday. Now, obviously. No, Wednesday next week, Poland. Oh, it's the wrong. toughest game of the three. Does, and obviously you can't go too mad because of injuries that and players that aren't in the squad. Will that be your strongest team that is technically looking to play a lot of those players against Croatia in three months? Time? Probably, most likely. Yeah, I think he's probably going to focus more on his strongest defence in that game because of obviously Lewandowski. Yeah. But 
other than to, I know I'm not the most knowledgeable player of other teams and nations. Like I have outside Lewandowski. Is there any other post um, players? One of them that, plays for West Ham, mate. Obviously, I'm talking about like they've got, out, um, outfield players. Camille Grzycki, who plays. He did play for Hull. Um, I'm not sure where he is now, but he's sure Milik. Okay, so none of them are like setting the world alight. Yeah, Adrius Milik, who played for Napoli, who played for Napoli. Technically, technically, we should, we should, with the talent in our team, look to get the three points from especially, that especially at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, it's right. it's all about they keeping Lewandowski quiet. And like, mm. I did see a stat actually that Lewandowski has scored more goals this season than any striking partnership from any other club in the mm. Europe's top five leagues. So he's more scored more than Kane and Son. He's scored he's, more than Messi and Griezmann. Got world-class players giving him the ball. Yeah, that's that's going to be the big but, difference between him playing Jackie's, for Munich against a lot yeah. of teams in the German league that aren't that great yeah. and playing for Poland where he's not going to be getting the same level. Did you see the ball that, um, defenders. You see the ball that Muller put into him at the weekend? Yeah. Good Lord, that was unbelievable. Just put on a sixpence. They have to move. Naughty. Yeah, he dropped on his head. Unbelievable. This will be that, is, re- that is where James again is right. They are good players he's playing with on a, every Saturday to go to Poland. He is the best player um, outside of Messi in the world, in my general opinion now. He's, he's better than Ronaldo. Best top, easily probably top three or four strikers in the world. Oh, he's the best. I I, I think he's better than Ronaldo. number nine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's, you know, if you was to say... Or ticket, give him a load of boxes. He probably ticks nine out of the ten. He walks into every team in the world. Striker. I think yeah, the only, yeah, the only person that can give him a run for his money in its early days is Haaland as, as a number yeah. nine. As in, like I, I want to see, I want to see him in a Premier League so bad. Yeah, but I think he could have been English. Think you would like to think that if we've got Rice as holding midfield and. um Stones and Maguire, they should be able to, as a three, should be able to deal with one player. Yeah, but none of them are world class like. Let's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we've been talking for now. Now, right, I'm going to ask for three predictions from you all, um, as we're going to we won't be on again until after the Poland game. So, San Marino, Albania, Poland, two at home, one away. Mig, give me predictions for all three games. Um. San Marino, I think you want to be... while you're there, write these down because I want to see how close people get. San Marino, you want to be looking at uh, sort of 7-0 really, didn't you? Um, I'm going to predict 7-0. Um, Albania, I'll go with uh, a 4-0 win. And Poland, a, a scrappy 2-1 win. James? 5 0. 3 0. No, low scoring. Oh. 5 0, 3 0, 2 1. Jamie? Four wins. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to split the difference and go 6 0. Um, I'm then going to go against Albania, 4 0. And I was going to go 2 1 as well, Higo, but seeing as you've been a bitch and stolen two of my results, um, I'm going to go. You know, there's no law against that, don't you? No, <laughs> it's boring. Like, it's only the exact same. So I'm going to go Desmond. 
I'm going to go with 8 1 because they're due a goal against us. Do you want the head to head stats? I actually know they've only, I think they've only scored one goal against us ever. Oh. Yeah, that's they, they scored. They scored after. Oh, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Getting a bit ahead of yourself there, Matthew. We've 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 played six times against San Marino. Shockingly, we've won all six. Can we guess uh, instead of guessing like results? Can we guess how many we've scored? That's probably the best ooh, thing to do. Go on, then. How many have we scored? Six. How many have we scored? Can I go first? Seeing as it was my idea. Yep. I'm going to go for. 39. 29. 35. 37. Oh, oh, conceded, conceded one. That's uh, so and that was, bad, it, for them? Uh, what was his name? Um, the guy that scored the goal? Yeah, it says it every year. What was his name? Oh, Dave, D- David. Uh, you know that? Salteri, Galteri, something like that. Paul Stalteri. <laughs> oh, he's frozen. Oh, well. Oh, well. we'll come back to it. Um, my predictions oh, are eight, my predictions are going to be 8 1. 8 1. We're then going to beat Albania 2 0. It's going to be a tight one away in Albania. And we're going to beat Poland 3 1. So they are my predictions for those. Um, hopefully, look. England should come away with uh, nine points from nine, um, and that, that will give us a good take, good, uh, good start. We'll be back back in the next week. We play Wolves on the Monday night, I believe. That's right, Jane. That is correct. Monday night. Uh, so we'll be back before then. That's it for today's show. Cheers, boys, for joining us. Um, we'll try and get on as early as we can next week. Um, last thing to say is, come on, you Lions. Come on, you Lions. And come on, you Lions. Come on, you Lions. James, you're on mute, you helmet. Come on, you lions. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and subscribe. Oh, yeah, like and subscribe. If you're on the YouTube yeah. channel, please help us out. Loads Share the podcast, show the YouTube yeah, video. Yeah. All, the, all that's malarkey. Yeah. yeah. Cheers, See you later. See you later.